So I met Adrienne a number of years ago and she was one of those people that we just hit it off right away. She was, she reminded me so much of myself and I knew that she was somebody that I could learn a lot from and vice versa, she could learn a lot from me. And so she ended up actually working for us about two years ago, right before she opened up her own salon. And I knew that we were like the same person. We both loved being busy, we both loved finding new projects and being innovative in different ways and like love the marketing side of things and social media and all that stuff and so i knew right away that i had to bring her on this podcast episode so today we're gonna talk about finding the time to do the things you love and getting rid of the things that you don't love about about your business and really being able to fall back in love with like those little things or find time to uh, to do a new project or something that you've been wanting to do for a long time and how you really like organize and compartmentalize your thoughts and your time. So how are you best going to be able to utilize your time? So without any further ado, I am going to bring on Adrian and we're going to chat about some pretty, pretty fun things. I'm just a hairstylist. How am I supposed to be a photographer, a social media manager, a receptionist, a marketing manager, and an entrepreneur as well? Welcome to the Secret Life of a Hairstylist podcast, where we shatter the term, I'm just a hairstylist, and help inspire you behind the chair. I'm Samantha, and I'm a hairstylist, educator, and salon owner, and I want to help inspire you with tips from how to manage your social media, to how to sell retail, to how to continue a positive mindset, making you more money as a stylist. Every week, I will share my own experiences over the last 10 years, plus bring in amazing experts from all over the hair industry to share their secrets on success. So what do you say? Are you ready to challenge yourself, get inspired, and build your dream business behind the chair? So thank you so much, Sam, for having me on here. Uh, my name is Adrian Hofer. I am a hairdresser and salon owner in Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. Um, I actually had the privilege of working for Sam um, in my career, and that's how we kind of met. And funny thing is she actually inspired me to become a business owner. Um, and I would say probably my main reason for becoming a hairdresser was the fact that I grew up with a mom in the industry. Um, she was a single mom, so we spent tons of time together, and I would actually fake sick at school to go to work with her because I knew that that was the only place that I could go. And I fell in love with watching my mom change people and build confidence and bring in the best in somebody. And that's what I fell in love with doing. And I think that I always knew I wanted to be a hairdresser because I got to see those special moments. And then as I grew in the industry, I started being able to make a difference, not only in my clients in my chair, but I started to be able to make a difference in other hairdressers I was working with and helping them grow their skill set. And then that just turned into wanting to have a business and to help other businesses and to help the people growing in my team and to grow my community. So I guess probably just because I love to build people. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, I, well, I know you, so I know you're like a crazy, super busy person, but you love to be busy. And 
Um, I think that that's something really important out there for everybody is that being busy is not a bad thing, right? I hear so much from so many people like, oh, well, how do you, like, how do you have time for this? Or like, you're so busy, you're gonna, you're gonna, um, you like strain out or you're going to burn out or anything like that. And so, um, I think that it's not a bad thing to be busy. Right. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I feel like there's so much negativity on that word, but it's not a negative thing at all. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring you on here because I, again, know that you are a busy person. You like to be busy. So, um, just to help other people become more organized in their own schedule and not feel that burnout and um, learn how they can kind of organize their schedules a little bit better and how to like utilize tools in easier, easier ways. Um, so that's kind of why I had thought of you first off for this, for this subject, for this topic. Um, so essentially like, what do you have going on right now? Um, I know, I know that, well, this might not air at the same time as we are stuck at home, um, but we do have, uh, there, we're all creating like different projects and doing different things. So what, what are you kind of, what projects do you have on the go right now? Oh man, like so many because new things come into my brain every day. Um, <laughs> Uh, so because of the circumstances right now, I have a lot of free time on my hands, like extra time. So I have compiled quite um, the collection, but usually that wouldn't be the case because I would have some other responsibilities to do, like going to work every single day. So uh, just to name a few things that I have going, um, <laughs> I have a online store that I'm uh, managing and working with. I have um, also an additional online store and helping different businesses in my community do the same thing and deliver their products in our town because we're smaller and a lot of people aren't very tech savvy. So we've all, I've offered to help them do that for their businesses as well. Um, I have joined the Chamber of Commerce in Portage La Prairie so that I can help the community a little bit better because that was the number one thing that I wanted to do when I had more time. So I decided right now would be a great time to do that. Um, I'm working on a lot of like behind the scene things with my salon coming up with different promotional packages. Um, I actually am super proud of myself and I just signed up for a marketing um, course online. So that'll be super cool. And then we also at my studio have a boutique where we sell essentially Pinterest projects that you don't have time for. And we have like so many of those going on as well as helping Redkin come up with education for stylists. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's so much stuff going on. <laughs> but that, I really like that idea though of, of um, selling products for like helping the other businesses in the area who don't have websites or, uh, or the means to be able to, to sell. So I love that idea. Um, what do you like? So I know this is stuff going on right now, but what do you do usually, um, when we're out of COVID, um, you run a salon and you work for Redkin. Um, is there anything else that you do outside of it? Yeah. So Mostly like that is my life. I also have like dogs and a boyfriend and all those things with that come with life. So spending time with them is super important. Spending time with my family. And then I always have some sort of weird hobby going on. 
Um, and usually it has to do with social media, which is quite funny. So um, it all kind of depends on what chapter in my life and like what is what I'm passionate about at that time, because I feel like my hobbies change depending on what I'm kind of feeling within myself. So uh, it could be um, like spiritual and I may be like reading tarot cards and um, learning about crystals or like reading books or doing product projects that have to do with that. It's almost honestly for me, it just depends on what I'm into at that moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're the exact same people, <laughs> but yeah. I think that's the thing though, with creative people in general is we, we tend to, our minds go in so many different places, right? So we have an idea and then we're like, Hey, now we've mastered that. Now it's on to the next one. We've mastered that. We're on to the next one. And even not even mastered it, but we're just like, yeah, I'm content with the way this has turned out and I'm on to the next project. But it's just always something like coming, coming up with something new or creating something new, right? That's kind of where we're at. Um, So I think the biggest question is like, how do you um, compartmentalize your time or organize your time for these different projects or for the work that you do? So um, I think learning like responsibilities and priorities was really important to me because I would experience burnouts before because I would be so into one thing at one time and then change my mind a lot. And what I found was best was I was taught that when you want to do a bunch of things, I'm a very like hands-on person. So anything that comes up into my head that I want to do, or I know I need to do for that day or that week, I'll write it all into a list. Once I have that list, I like highlight or star the things that are um, most valuable. So what things um, could get me to being able to have more free time or whatever the gain is or what my focus is, which things are more of a benefit to me in that moment. And then from there, there's really cool apps that you can use. Um, One of the ones that's my favorite is called Trello because not only can I add things to my list, I can make lists for my um, team as well or anybody that I'm working with and send it to them on their phones because everybody has that. You can also put due dates on it. So a lot of the times if I'm making that list, I'll just start it digitally, um, put the due date beside it. And it kind of like prioritizes itself because then I can see what things I need to do now instead of being distracted and having ADHD and being like (laughs) this and this and this. So having a list, having timers, having an agenda, um, those sorts of things, and then actually holding yourself accountable to doing it because you could write it down and put it in your day planner. But if you don't wake up and use your day planner or look at it or, you know, hit snooze on the reminder, that's not really going to get you anywhere. So you also have to be really disciplined and responsible when it comes to that and creating a new hobby and habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that's like one of the biggest things is just like figuring out, okay, so which one is going to be, which one we prioritize the most, right? Um, so how do you kind of figure out what needs to be prioritized most? Um, I would just like measure the time limit. Um, I would say that if it holds a responsibility on not just me or maybe somebody else, um, just out of respect too, I think. Yeah, I would say like time and respect and being accountable because 
that's the other thing. If you have too many things on your plate and you start focusing on like one thing because you're really excited about it and you leave the other thing, that's when those things can build up and then you kind of lose your momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how you also like write down, uh, you have an, like an agenda and you stick with that agenda. Um, I think like a really good thing too is just having, I heard this from somebody the other day is listening or not listening, um, writing down like a lot of times. So you're not, you know, this project is going to be this a lot of time. This is going to be this. Cause if you just say, you know, I, today I'm going to spend doing this, this, and this, you could spend your entire day doing it rather than like, I have half an hour to do this. I have half an hour to do that. Like I, I thought that was such a good idea. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes I'm guilty of, I re- I'm really excited about something, but something else is a priority, but I'm really excited about it. So I'll go over time. And one thing that I was taught too was putting a timer on it. So if you haven't a lot of time, just like you suggested, like putting your phone beside you, um, if it can be pushed to the next day and you only have 30 minutes today to do it, then when your timer goes up, you're done because at that point you're held responsible during that 30 minutes and you won't want to touch your phone and have a distraction because you know you're on that time limit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that was a really good one. So I was like, okay, I have to throw that one in there too. (laughs) Very, very good. Yeah. So I know a big thing too can be when we, you know, we get on all these tasks and we get ourselves so busy and we think about all these different ideas. And I know that myself has been, I've definitely done this where I like, I get on so many tasks. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do any anything more. And you start forgetting about like family or, you know, just like messaging somebody or calling somebody just to say, Hey, you're so like inundated with all these different products, projects that you've thought of. Um, and you start to get a little bit burned out. And so what are some of the, um, cause I know even like you and I have had these conversations too before in the past when you were working for us, because uh, we just get all these ideas, right? So, what is something you do to stop yourself or just like recognize you're like, I'm going to start, I'm going to burn out if I don't stop one thing or like let something go. Or, um, if I just like keep on piling up all these things, like what is something that you do to recognize that burnout and like stop it? So I think that when it comes to being burnt out, it has to do with your energy level, um, of, something and usually a burnout comes with a baggage so if you are burnt out it's probably because you've let something slip or you're losing your happiness and your energy to that project or that thing that you've chose to do um, in some sort of direction like you could just you know have procrastinated too much when it comes to it and then now you're inside feeling like you don't earn the right to do it anymore because you're not bringing your best self or it could be that you know your time isn't being focused as much on that because you've picked something else up when you weren't finished or you didn't have enough time so I think it comes down to if you keep yourself organized and you measure your energy and your happiness in projects then you can really help to not burn yourself out. And if you're starting to recognize like feelings inside of you that 
um, like doing something doesn't bring you happiness anymore. I think that you need to find like a safe space for yourself where you cannot feel stress and your mind can just shut off. Like for instance, for me, that's like wine and a bubble bath and a bath bomb. And I have to shut off all the little voices in my head and just really focus on just thinking about that one thing without any stress and seeing where I want it to go. And then from there, it's going to be easier to walk yourself out of that feeling because you've just recharged your energy and all of those negative thoughts and negative emotions when it comes to it will be gone because I think it's just like kind of like a built up thing because of lack of response, responsibility really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. When, I mean, if something's not giving you a purpose or if you're not feeling a positive emotion with it, I mean, it's the same thing with like any relationship or anything else going on in your life is, is just, is this going to bring me happiness? I know even actually even an example is for people who love to like go shopping and just like if, if you hold a project, a product and you're like, no, this is not making me feel happy, then put it down. Kind of the same idea, right? It's just like, if this, project or this task is not, um, doing, is not giving me any benefit in the long run, then, then what's the point of continuing on? Um, and I think that goes for anything to regarding your day-to-day tasks as a hairstylist is like, you know, if you're going to be on any social media or anything as well, you know, do I have to be on Pinterest? Do I have to be on Instagram? Do I have to be on Facebook? All these things. It's, is this one going to be the most beneficial for me? Is Facebook going to be more beneficial for me? Um, thinking not. So you're not like, I have to be on every single platform out there. It's just pick the ones that you enjoy most and are going to be the most positive for you and your business to, so you don't stress yourself out. And I think that's, that's such an important thing. Yeah, I completely agree with you because it's so easy to just compare yourself to so-and-so and, and, you know, they're on a Pinterest and they're on all these things. And it's like, wow, now I'm stressed out because I feel like I need to do that. And that's in over my head. And I have all these projects on my plate, but he doesn't and, you know, or she doesn't, you you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not fair because you don't live in the same reality um, as, as them. Yeah. And I think even with that too, is if you don't, if you're not enjoying it and it is starting to stress you out, then you half-ass it too, right? It's not going to be done as well as somebody else would. So not stressing you out to the point of, well, it's not, I'm not as good as this person. I'm not doing as good as that person. It's because you don't care about it in the same way, right? Like everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. And I think that if you truly enjoy it, I know there are some things that we have to do for our businesses no matter what, but, um, if you're not enjoying it to the full extent, then even just give it to somebody else that, you know, one of your stylists or the manager or whoever is like, you know, it's your turn to take over this because it's stressing me out and I'm not doing good enough job. Um, it's not, we're not maximizing it to its full, full, full potential. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Like your vibe has to be on it. And even if you feel like you have to do it every day and that's your responsibility, if you're not putting your best self into the project, then you're not really getting a step forward. You're like step forward, two steps backwards, step forward, two steps backwards. When you could just be leaping, if you like, give it a break, take your time, make yourself feel good, put yourself right back in like the happiness and then go from there because that's going to attract 
to, um, more of an audience and that's going to be representing your best self because if you're burnt out, you have a bad energy and you're putting that out there, you're only just going to get more of that and you're only going to attract people who are also burnt out. You're not going to be attracting people yeah. <laughs> your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that goes too with like any side projects that you take on as well. I know myself, I, again, because I love to take on every fun project and even like I randomly picked up DJing because I thought it would be fun <laughs> but, but um I mean there's other purposes for it but anyways uh it's just like little things like that it's okay don't just jump on it right away but give yourself you know a few weeks and see if you're still interested in it at that point then you can like, you can get into it and purchase the stuff that you have to in order to do it, but give yourself time and not just jump on something the moment it happens because you think that it's going to be an amazing idea, but think through it. Like, is this going to bring me joy in the, in the end? Is this going to be beneficial to me in any sort of way? And, uh, I know that that's something I've definitely had to work on in the last year just to like, okay, recognize, is this going to, is this for the best? <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like I would like to be a DJ too, but <laughs> it's fun. It is fun, <laughs> but I, it's also I music. I stay up late doing other projects. Yeah. Well, the one thing with that one was that I did not realize how much work it takes just to organize your music. It's not the DJing itself. It's organizing all your music. So it's like, Oh God, I have to just set a time aside time just to do that. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. It's, it's crazy. Like behind everything that looks so fun and behind everything that looks so amazing. Like even my Instagram is like a really good representation of that. Like that's the best parts of my life. You don't get to see me screaming at my dogs when they pee on the floor. You, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's, dogs are hard to have, but you just see like the best of Shade and Sunny on my Instagram. But most of the time, that's not what it really is. And even being a salon owner, and I know you can testify to this, like everybody always says like, oh, I would love to become a salon owner when they start their industry. And that's like their main goal. But when you actually get to sit in that seat and realize like how much behind the scenes goes into it, like you're not just the person who owns it. Like there's so much more that comes to it. And a lot of it is really, really hard, but you just have to have that want and purpose and desire mm -hmm. to have a bigger picture. Then it's got to weigh the pros and cons and you have to be okay with the cons of whatever project you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You have to find that like greater purpose for it than just like because there are obviously, like as a salon owner, there are crappy parts of it that like things that we don't want to do, but we have to, right? And I know even like for us, we we had cleaners for a while, and then we said, you know what, let's just like save the money and do it ourselves. And it's like, yeah, I have to come in on on my day off to clean the salon and like stuff like that. Um, but there's so many little things. But then even with um, social media too, you know, a lot of the people that you see out there with incredible accounts, like majority of them have social media managers. Like they have somebody doing it for them too. So, you know, it's not just like everybody's always doing everything and, and it's always going to look perfect. Yeah. 100%. There's always more than, than you see on the cover, right? Like, mm -hmm. especially 
in a book. You can buy it just because it looks good, but you have to actually read it to make, yeah. for it to make a difference. That's my problem. I buy a lot of books that I don't read. <laughs> Gosh. Um, so kind of wrapping that up to like, what kind of, what other apps, so you said you use Trello, what other apps do you use for organization? Is there anything that you use? I would say like Trello is like a godsend and then Pinterest is like the Lord um, for me. I like love Pinterest. Um, if I have an idea, usually it goes um, kind of on there. Uh, anything social media related, I'm usually using later. Um, and then like, I always, I kind of like use all my social media accounts to like save things that I'm interested in. Um, and then all my like task management, all, I just leave it all to Trello and then my timer on my phone, <laughs> my calendar. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That is one, a big thing that I have even just started to utilize in the past like couple weeks is Google Calendar just to have everything organized, color coded, everything on there just to keep it organized. And then it sends me reminders. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm starting to get into Trello and cause I use Slack. Um, mm -hmm. but I think there's different benefits to Trello than there is on Slack. So I'm starting to, to figure that out. Like, how do you maximize your time with social media? Because I know that that's a big one and it can take up, like eat up so many people's lives and their time in their day. So what are some hot tips for how you maximize your social media? So the first thing that I've come to realize is that I need to split my time into three things. Um, the first thing is education on social media because social media is always changing. And if you don't take the time or you say you don't have the time to keep up with it, there's going to be a lot of features um, and things that you're going to miss out on. So if, that would be my number one thing. So I love to use later because they are constantly sending me emails and videos on how to use my social media better to market market specifically whatever account I have signed up for it to that category. So for instance, I actually, with Meraki, we decided it would be a better idea to have all the services have their own social medias. So instead of just having styled with Meraki, we made glow with Meraki for spray tans and we made lashed and sugar and all these different social medias for all the services that we did because each of them were geared towards something different. And that was something that I learned on later's videos and education that they were giving me was it's better to have a better targeted audience than to have just one thing saying a whole bunch of different things. So if I didn't have the education and I didn't spend time on the education, I feel like I wouldn't have so much success with it. So one, schedule time to learn. Um, number two, schedule time to actually create posts and do it when you're in a good space. So find where like your perfect setting is. Like don't try to make captions and come up with posts and content when you have distractions around you because it will literally take forever. But if you're on a mission and you're like, okay, I'm going to take pictures of this, 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 and this, and I'm going to write down um, my caption like this. And my coaching for you is always have like a instant buy-in as the picture and an instant buy-in as like the first quote. And then what you're finding either a solution or you're answering a question to the post. And if you can just gear it towards those two things, it'd be very easy to come up with your captions. 
and your content as well. And the, another thing with that too, is just having like one to four specific values for that account so that your message stays the same. And then it's easy because it's like categorized and everything that you're trying to say comes out as the same message. And then lastly, um, I was bad for this. I would schedule everything on my social media, but then I wouldn't actually take time to engage with my followers. A good example of this was I would pre-post my, my posts and then I'd be busy working on a client in the shop and my boyfriend would get mad at me because I didn't answer his text, but it was because he was seeing on social media that I was posting. So he thought that I wasn't busy that I was on social media, but I actually wasn't. And then that fell through when I didn't make time to actually talk to the people on my social media and engage with them right after I posted. Then it was like somebody saying, Hey to me, or my boyfriend sent me a text. And then I wasn't answering him. So you're going to, you're not going to build relationships doing it that way either. So if you can just take time to learn, have a content day and have, have a relationship building or like engagement time, that is probably like your biggest success when it comes to not overspending time and then making your time worth it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, there's like so many different aspects to it, but it's so nice to just have three compartmentalized, you set those days, put them in your calendar, and then you know that that's when you're going to have to like put the time aside to do that. So that's awesome. Um, other than that, any like last final thoughts or like tips and tricks on maximizing your time? I would just say my biggest trick for anybody is that just think about what makes you happy and just do that. Because if you like work a job you hate, or, you know, you work with people that don't have the same vibration as you, you're always going to feel burnt out. You're always going to not like what you do. You're going to think of busy as a negative thing. But as soon as you flip that switch and you're like, what am I doing that's going to serve the people in my life around me? What am I doing that's going to bring me happiness today? All those things will just work themselves out instead of thinking I have to go to work because I need to make money or I have to do this product project because it's my responsibility. If you just change that and you just say, I'm so excited to do this because it's going to add so much value to my life and others around me. And I'm so grateful for everything that I have in my life. Then it'll be very easy to turn busy into a positive word. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on here. Um, that was really good information. And I hope that everybody will really take it to heart and, and recognize the things that do make them happy and what can, what they can really truly spend their time on, um, to maximize their life and their business and, and, and all of that. So where can people find you and get information from you? Or if they have any questions, um, questions for you. Yeah. So the salon I own is called Stab with Meraki. So if you want to come and visit me and my team, that's where we are located in Portage of Prairie. Um, our website is just marakistudio.ca and everything of mine on my social media is just my name. So if you're looking for me, you're going to find me under Adrian Hofer. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Adrian. And, um, we will chat soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.
I want to thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Secret Life of a Hairstylist, where we share with you all the goodies of our industry. I would love it if you could share this episode with someone you think who would love it. And if you could drop a review, that would be absolutely amazing because I would love to continue sharing this information with you and your hairstylist friends for as long as possible. Plus, let me know if you have any topics you would love us to discuss on here. But for now, if you want in on another hairstylist secret, click on the next episode. I can't wait to hang out with you again. Until next time, keep inspired, keep challenging yourself, and keep building that dream business behind the chair.